The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome in, friendos, to In This League right here on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090. I am one of your illustrious hosts today. Illustrious is the word. Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. Over there, that's Bogman. You can find him at Bogman Sports. I didn't even give you a first name, Boggs. It's just Boggs. Or as our boy Sigmund Bloom, who joined us on the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, called you the Bogman, which is very <laughs> appropriate. The Bogman. The Bogman, arch nemesis of Swamp Thing, which apparently started on the CW. I've blocked so many ads on Twitter that the only one that pops up most of the time now is Swamp Thing on yeah, CW. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I mean, the search <laughs> history sometimes creates stuff where I am kind of done with that bit, by the way. Like, we need to get out of that minority report thing where it's just like, you know, we think something and then immediately it's on the screen. I'm over it. But, like, maybe they could find some of the trends of things I like. But the Swamp Thing, I've seen the ads, but I'm immediately out because of CW. CW. Like, I think oh, it was okay. originally going to be on, like, DC's streaming thing that was a big, massive failure. And that interests me because they can push limits. And I think the Teen Titans or whatever it was, they kind of pushed some of those limits. After 60 seasons of Smallville, though, you won't go back to the CW? Is that what it is? No, 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 no. Smallville and uh, Supernatural. Those took me out. I I gave up too much of my life for watered-down villain of the week content that i can't do it anymore so i'm not i don't think i'm going to go down the route of swamp thing i have i have his arch nemesis i have the bog man that's right, right here that's right yeah. so uh super villain all that stuff so uh yeah i i don't think i've actually ever been to a real bog by the way even though my name is bog what is man. a bog isn't it like a like a marsh, it's like a like swamp. swamp yeah marshy thing yeah uh peat bogs are where like you know uh peat everything bogs. is that your brother uh, a uh, Pete Bog, yeah, Pete Bog is my brother. Yeah, uh, he's actually my uncle. But uh, now, a uh, uh, Pete Bog is um, <laughs> it, it's the one where like if someone or something dies in the Pete Bog, like it it's 
it'll preserve it. Like that's where they find mummified bo- bodies and stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's very appropriate that yeah. bodies are found in bogs, whether yes. it's peat, and uh, we'll define the signature of what a Scott bog Pete is. And Scott bog, yeah. Uh, All right, uh, quick out here. When we come back, we got tons to talk about this week. There's a ton of football. Unfortunately, there's a bunch of COVID stuff as well, and there's things we will dance around because we're totally, totally live, and we're just going to dance around it. So don't go anywhere. More on this league coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Welcome back, friendos. It's in this league right here on Sports Grid. It's Bogman. It's Welsh. What's up, Queens? What's up, everybody? You guys can find us over on our Patreon. I got a Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army. Come and join up. Have so much fun in your sports season, whether your sports are going on or not. We are, and we've got tons and tons of content from the high-end analytical stuff to sheets and ranks to live streams, to just chaos where we are on comedy shows, just doing the thing, just talking about the stuff and the things. I absolutely, on the next one, which should be in the next couple of days, want to talk about Dexter and the brand new news and, um, you know, just all the other things. All, all the, <laughs> I mean, all of the great things that are going wow. on with Bogman's life and you know, all that yeah. type of stuff. You know, yeah, Bogman's in a super good mood. and Uh-huh. It's all great. So You're like I'd, on Nick Saban level right now, which, by the way, yeah. Nick Saban, tested positive for covid and the world the world stopped you would have thought i mean this was like president level of i i don't know if it was a dead point in sports or whatever it was they were just like wait there's no monday or tuesday football and uh there it was big old breaking news everywhere nick saban test positive for covid and it's like okay yeah lots of yeah president did lots of people have tested positive for covid like it's not good but okay yeah, it happened during Sports Center uh, the other day when when I was uh, when I had it on, and they like they stopped everything they had planned to talk about Nick Saban having COVID and stuff. And I understand it's breaking news, but uh, you know there are like twenty eight kids that have uh, COVID for Florida, and, and uh, you know the I Florida don't football to the game. Yeah, Florida the football team. Yeah, and their game. Uh, versus LSU got canceled this weekend and then um, Missouri got canceled. The Falcons are having a positive test now. So 
like Nick Saban isn't the only one to get COVID and he had no idea that he had it. And it's uh, so far from what we know, it's just him and the uh, athletic director for Alabama. And um, you know, that they interviewed that. So they're going to be on national television this week. And they were doing like those pregame interviews the same day that he tested positive um, with Saban. And the guy that was interviewing him for ESPN was like, yeah, you know, we had our uh, meeting socially distanced. And um, as soon as we were done, someone came in and said, Nick, I have to talk to you. And then he came back to say goodbye to the sports center guy after finding out he had COVID and then leaving. What did the uh, sports center guy do? Was he like, no, 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 no. Well, they were standing way far apart with masks on. So he's, they're fine. You know, see, but, I, uh, see, I, I feel bad. I think I'm one of those people where if someone was like, oh yeah, I currently have COVID. I would be like, Get away from planet. Me. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> off of this head. Like, uh, don't be in the same room with me. Don't be anywhere near with it. That's why I never understood. Like, when the president had it and he's like driving around, who are those drivers that are comfortable with this? Like, there's no scenario where I'm like, ah, this is cool. No, get away uh, from me. Get so far away from me that I can't <laughs> see you. Yeah, that's why they called it irresponsible for him to do that. And it was, you know, I mean, I, I get he wanted to thank all the people, you know standing outside and holding signs up for him and stuff. But I mean, come on, dude, just be responsible. You know, yeah, well, come on, Saban, don't go up on sports. Center. And he's all <laughs> casual too. Cause Cave, you know, Saban's like not very personable or likable or anything like that. Unless you're like in <laughs> Alabama, there's really no redeeming factor except that he's really good at paying off his players to come and uh, play oh, in Alabama and stuff like on, that. Jesus. But uh, allegedly. I mean, allegedly what I'm, what I'm saying is, is like, there's not a lot of redeeming factors. So you already have all of that. And then he's just like nonchalant, like, Oh, did I mention COVID? I currently yeah, they, have COVID. He did an interview. He drove home. I guess he lives two hours away. So he he drives home. And then, uh, you know, he Drove. was on ESPN saying that, uh, you know, in his office, just saying, like, I had no idea I had it. I'm asymptomatic. I I feel fine. I felt fine. He said, I, you know, I am 68. I guess things can change for me, but I feel okay right now. And, you know, everyone, and I mean, Everyone involved in college football had to make the Twitter joke that said Saban's going to be figuring out how to uh, coach from a Zoom call this weekend. And it's mm. like, OK, yeah, we get it. We got uh, it. All these jokes were made a couple weeks ago when Mike Norvell for Florida State tested positive and couldn't be at the game. So uh, but it is a, it's an enormous game this weekend for Alabama. It's Alabama and Georgia. It's two versus three. So uh, it is a big, big game. What is he going to do? Is he going to be on the sideline? No, he's not going to be. No, he's not. I mean, he doesn't care. (laughs) Well, I know. Come on, everybody. Let's huddle. Yeah, yeah, he he does. He probably doesn't care. But no, I mean, there's there's big, big rules against that. It's going to be Steve Sarkeesian will be coaching the team. So drink um, him if you got him. Yep. uh, Yeah. I mean, hey, look, now that he's all good. Better be uh, no post uh, post win celebration for Sarkeesian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good God, you're on fire. The Wells, you're like, right. hey, they paid, they paid off their players, and you got this drunk on the sideline, uh, you know, helping them out here. Yeah, it, it's a weird situation, but there's been so much COVID stuff going on in college football for this weekend in particular. There's already been like four games canceled Cincinnati, Tulsa just canceled, LSU canceled, Missouri canceled. Uh, there's been a bunch of them, and you know, yeah. Alabama just played Ole Miss. And so now Ole Miss with a couple people from Alabama testing positive. No players that I know of have tested positive at Alabama yet. But uh, now Ole Miss has to worry about their game, too. So the SEC look, is looking like it's uh, 
fairly shut down. Oklahoma State and Baylor was canceled because Baylor has like, you know, 30 positive tests. So it's uh, it's rampant throughout college sports. And that was what I was worried about coming into this season. And it's not it's not necessarily the athletes fault or anything, but there's just so many people involved in college football. You have over 100 scholarship athletes on a team. Uh, you well, have and if, many, and if many you're going to talk about players, but also if you're going to talk about responsibility between professional athletes with families and money or college kids, you're probably going to have yeah. uh, college be a little bit more random. But yeah, that's what I said too. Like, do you remember being uh, between 18 and 22, 23 Welsh? Uh, you were invincible, and so was I, and so was everyone else that lived between 18 and 23. So, yeah. you know, you, you can't die, and nothing's going to harm you ever. So, you just don't think about stuff. You're not very responsible. So speaking uh, of not being responsible or thinking about stuff or feeling invincible, the other one that came out is uh, the number two in Cleveland, if you will. Oh, number two on the yeah. ground. get the joke. Uh, Odell Beckham was sent home with a quote illness on Thursday and the team awaiting results on the COVID test. Now I say to you, there's a couple things that you could pick up and we could talk about it. We are, you know, recording this show a little bit before some of the news is out there. So most likely by the time you're listening to this, the results are going to be out there. But I would imagine if there is a, um, if there's a checking and a resulting of COVID tests that Odell Beckham, uh, Odell Beckham put himself in a stinky situation. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess he's sick. Um, you know, I, you would think, I think everyone that has had COVID, um, that comes out fairly immediately. It's not like, Oh, he's sent home with an illness. It's just anyone that looks sick. They're like, go home, you know, and we're starting to get into cold and flu season here as the temperature starts to drop across the country. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, he probably just has a cold or something uh, or, you know, food poisoning. So, uh, he, he, uh, you know, uh, allegedly activities, uh, allegedly tends to do some stuff that is not all uh, sanitary, I guess you would say the Welsh. So um, it, it's a weird situation, but they better not have COVID over in Cleveland because that would be the second opponent for the Steelers because, you know, Tennessee yeah. had it first. That was the yeah, first. And, and, and Pittsburgh and, can't and, afford to have any more. Uh, Kevin, well, they're going to have to do the 18, the week 18. They'd have to do that stuff moving forward. And, and luckily, Goodell has uh been open to it they yeah. the nfl has recently kind of opened up a little bit if things get bad and there's more that we'll talk about on the other side of the break that's starting to loom there but kevin stavansky did say that he that beckham had not tested positive for the virus and he was tested so i'm guessing this had happened on wednesday that he wasn't feeling good because then they said he was tested again thursday maybe it was twice and the results are going to be will have been available on friday as you're listening to this, this show you know, airing on the weekend, you'll know where that was at. Simply could be cold, but the COVID stuff is um, it's it's really hitting ahead. And I think there's there's a lot of people out there that are concerned, like you said, with the season that we're in, that we're starting to jump into the um the flu, you know, cold type of season. So it can be that or it can get worse, but we are starting to see things continuously get worse. And one team has had multiple days of positive pops, and they're in question a little bit, maybe for this week. So don't go anywhere. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that mystery running back and that mystery team. And that's all speculation, but it'll probably be done by the time you listen to this. So don't go anywhere. Bogman Welsh in this league. We'll be right back.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's full shirt. Holy Mother-forking Welcome back, friendos. It is Bogman and the Welsh in this league right here on Sports Grid, the Sports Grid Radio, and the Mightier 1090 San Diego. We got it covered everywhere. And, of course, on the podcast, which you can get anywhere, anytime. You can get all three hours of the pod. We got Casey Bubba coming up in hour three. All of our picks coming up in hour two. We're going to do the fan duel and the picks from last week, begrudgingly. Not looking forward to that. I took a little peek at what my record was last week, and eh, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's not good. It was not a good week for anyone. There was a no. bunch of upsets. I mean, you know, when uh, Vegas hangs 40 on the Chiefs after the Ravens couldn't score on them, it's just a very strange uh, situation going on. So. I had a friend who took a weekend trip to it's a place called Laughlin out here in Arizona, it's like, you know, a couple hours away from Vegas or whatever. And it's it's like this little mini Vegas right on the edge of Arizona. It's literally on the Colorado River. Yeah. No, well, it, it, yeah, technically, like, well, Laughlin is on the border of, like, Arizona into California and Nevada, like something like that. Like, it, it's a border place where the Colorado River is right there. And there's a bunch of casinos. And he was going up there to gamble. And I was like, ooh. Like, ooh, how did that go? And he's like, not great. So not good that they left after the first night and they did something I was not expecting. They went to Vegas. And I was like, really? What is Vegas like right now? Why not? I mean, if you're going to like, if you're going to go to Laughlin, uh, who, what difference does it make? You know, yeah, just, like, just a little bit less. And um, he's like, eh, it was less people but about all the sh- same shenanigans just with masks and very cheap hotels. Like okay. you can get, you could just drive up and you could get into one of the better places for very cheap. And he told me some prices on one of the places. And I was like, maybe it's time to go to Vegas. I mean, if, you know, <laughs> if I didn't have a conscience and had no repercussions and was just going to go out there, I would kind of want to go to Vegas right now. And maybe this would be a better week to gamble because last week was so bad. It was so, yeah. so bad. But this wouldn't be a week, and I'm a little bit worried about this. 
this wouldn't be a week uh, to dive too straight into the Atlanta, Minnesota game. And what sucks about that is it's a fantastic matchup game across both sides. Minnesota's defense has not been great. Atlanta's defense is non-existent. And there's a lot of options out there. There's people stepping up like Alexander Madison. You maybe get Julio back, but it's a chance for the Atlanta guys to turn it around. Now, but why am I bringing this up? It's because the Atlanta Falcons have continuously been testing positive for COVID. And I believe Boggs, if I remember correctly, there was one on Wednesday. And then I saw that four more dudes popped on Thursday. Is that yeah, right? It really sucks. Yeah, because in my FanDuel lineup, I was stacking that game. Uh, I, I was stacking that game. I didn't have Madison. He, he was a bit expensive for me, but I had Thielen and Calvin Ridley and Irv Smith, all decent options. And, you know, I'm going to have to switch that out on one of the, the breaks coming up here. But yeah, it's um. well, I mean, maybe like because here's maybe, the deal. Maybe. Yeah, that's the, very true. But the Falcons. The Falcons officially shut down their facility on Thursday morning after it was after a member of the organization tested positive for COVID. Now, see, they're saying a member, but I thought I saw. OK, so here we go. Here's more details. And uh, da, 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 da. the Falcons, this is an ESPN article I'm reading, are citing, quote, an abundance of caution as they shut down. Uh, a league official told ESPN's Adam Schefter that a positive test was for a Falcons personnel official, not a player. Uh, the quote was the decision was made in uh, consolation uh, in consultation with the NFL and medical officials, the health and safety of our team. Sources told Schefter earlier Thursday that the Falcons had multiple positive tests for the coronavirus. So this is what I had heard. One source told Schefter that there were four positive tests, but the Falcons officials said the team is, quote, not at four confirmed. So that's where we we're sitting as of Thursday. Marlon Davidson was the guy who on Tuesday was put on uh, the COVID-19 list. And this is coming off of like, you know, Raheem Morris taking over. So we're going to have to watch and see what happens with that. And like you said, it's, it's dicey because that is such a tantalizing game. And that's one of those where it's like, what's the over over like just yeah. take the over and stack the guys. I had the same thing. Actually, you could keep them in because as of right now, the NFL is of this moment, but as people listen to this on Thursday, it could have changed. There was no plans yet to move this game because of the it was a personnel and not a player on the team, another player on the team. If there's another player, I think it could. But I was with you, dude. I had um, I had Thielen. I had I had dropped Thielen in my lineup because for seventy four hundred against Atlanta, such a good deal. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. It's such it's such a such a good deal, and it just uh. It really sucks. I mean, also on Line Star, that's who I picked to score a touchdown for wide receiver this week was Thielen. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a it's a bad situation here. Uh, I, I think right now, um, if no one tests positive uh, over the weekend, I think they'll probably push it to Monday and leave it there. Uh, I'm I'm guessing that's what will happen. Is they'll just push it back a day. Yeah, I so, mean the, the NFL's willingness to to be able to move even into Tuesday, it gives them flexibility so they can keep this stuff going. And if it got really bad, if, you know, those confirmed cases turn to, yeah, there are four and three of them are players. And then there's another confirmed test on Friday and stuff. They probably try to push it to Tuesday. And then if you go into Saturday with confirmed tests, then, then you're starting to get into week eight stuff. Yeah. I, how did we go? 18, I mean, how did we go three straight weeks with nothing, by the yeah. way? What like oh, is that the biggest miracle in the history of 2020? Like it like the NFL had nothing for three straight weeks, and now all of a sudden it's kind of rampant and it's everywhere. Like the, I guess 
It's the inverse of what happened with baseball because baseball, it was such a disaster right at the beginning. The beginning and yeah. then they completely got their S together and they were good to go. And the play, the playoffs have been fantastic. We have had, we've had no worries and no concerns whatsoever. Yeah. It's, um, I, I think it has to do with them starting to travel more and more and more. I think once, you know, every team got out of their own uh, city for a couple different rotations, that that's when it really started to to spread. Well, uh, also people traveling. Let me throw this out to you. It's kind of the same thing societally that we deal with or we have to monitor is that, you know, you go through all the steps, you know, people are wearing masks and washing hands and being cognizant and staying in more and stuff like that. And then everyone cites, Hey, okay, things are going down. Things are good. And then you start to get back to normalcy and everyone's like, well, Hey, listen, we took all these measures. Everything's going to be fine. And you're already starting to slow. Arizona's starting to creep up a little bit. Thursday yeah. was actually the highest numbers we've seen in about three weeks because you start to get lax. I've found myself being lax. I was a bring hand sanitizer with me everywhere. And I've been pretty bad about it the last like week or two when I go somewhere. I haven't had it with me. So what I'm getting at is you have three, you have the entire, you know, air quotes preseason where it's hardcore testing every single day, multiple, blah, 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 blah. We got to get to the season. Then you get into a couple of weeks. All right, blah, 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 where games are good to go. And then there's probably a sense of like, we got this, you know, this is good. Everything's yeah. coming down. NFL is good. No positive tests. Everyone's feeling comfortable. And you see the, I don't know if I want to say audacity, but you know, you see dudes out there, you know, getting out more when they're theoretically not supposed to. You get the private workout thing. I mean, guys just kind of going under their own um, their own guidelines now. And it's kind of it's not a mess. It's not a disaster, but it ain't great. It, it ain't great. You know, Patriots have dealt with it. Titans have dealt with it. I mean, it's it's too many teams that have gone with it. And now you have another team that could be on the brink of a potential, um, you know, I guess we'd call it like a Titan, you know, a Titan the, disaster. Um, here's a conspiracy theory. Are you ready for one? Uh, I wish we uh, had an X-Files uh, music or something. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we got that guy showing up here. Yeah, look, conspiracy. Uh, let's go. <laughs> how about a conspiracy of we feign maybe uh, some positive tests for Atlanta so we can just go ahead and put this Atlanta-Minnesota game on Tuesday night and uh, reap the rewards of uh, all of the commercials. By the way. Oh, you're saying you, like the NFL is purposely. Wow. Well, I, mean, I mean, that, that it's ridiculous. That's, that's why ridiculous. But the logic of having a Tuesday night game is not ridiculous. The NFL did should you, almost just have a flexed Tuesday thing out there. Did you watch Tuesday night football? Did you did you see it? Not a lot. Not okay. a lot. To be honest with you. Every single commercial was for prescription medication. Every single sure. one it was for everything was for type two diabetes and heart disease, every single commercial. And I was like, I, I mean, come on, is this really like, you're like, are these targeted ads again? Let, like, yeah, happening? seriously. Like let's get, uh, let's get some Michelob commercials or something going on here or anything else. Like it was the all twins. <laughs> yeah. And twins. Yeah. Let's get some of that in there. Why is everything like, uh, Doom if you have a history blue. of kidney problems, don't blah, 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 blah. Like uh, it's it's just so weird to me that every single commercial now is dentist tax relief and uh, type two diabetes, and I just uh, I don't know. I it, are those the only places that keep making money and can pay for commercials right now? Is that know, is but, that but, what's but going both, on? 
but both hot buttons with you, dentists and diabetes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is why I don't watch live TV, so I don't have to see this nonsense. I'm so. telling you, it's only a couple. It's probably going to be a couple more years. They've already really figured out a good system for working ads now. You know, where like they don't go to actual breaks, and they're like inter like baseball's done a a decent job about it, where they intertwine an ad in between, you know, like a replay or an at bat yeah. and NFL is doing that. It's only a matter of time before you're going to have more personalized and localized. Like uh, when you see a guy spots. take a headshot, then there's going to come up with a, uh, you know, Hey, here's a game to improve your memory. Uh, download it on your phone today. And well, that's going to be, be such- like that. It's going to be like your search history. Your search history is going to start, uh, is going to start being attached to the television so they can start delivering personalized ads to people on TV. And then it's, uh, (laughs) and then the lizard people are going to take over. They're going to, they're going to rise from under the best buys and the lizard people are going to take over the democratic party. And the I I watched that Brooklyn nine, nine the other night where the guy's like, you, you understand that there's a bunch of lizard people that control our brains living underneath the ground. And he's like, Gina, uh, get this wackadoo out of here. What are you doing? All right. When we come back, we are going to tiptoe around the running back that is looking for a new home because you know, when you're listening to this, that may be solidified. There's a lot of other news going out there and make sure you're locked into hour two as we are going to be going through our FanDuel lineup and making all of our bets for the week. Some more in this league right around the corner. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. It's ITL right here back on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090. It's Bogman. It's Welsh. It's us. You can check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash ITL Army. That's the home base. No website. No, no, no frills, no thrills, no, no, nothing. Just the Patreon is going on there. Boy, is that tapered down over the years. We had this big old comprehensive website. We had a URL. Now we got yep. patreon.com slash it. Patreon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you we know, two people. So yeah. that's, uh, that, that's two people the on Patreon. There. I mean, if sometimes it, it feels like it, but no, two no. of us, you're, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I can't, couldn't manage the website, but we, and you know, just, Bring it down. Just you know, that's what everybody's looking for. Just a little bit more condensed. Figure streamline. out what you love. Streamline. streamline. There's yeah. the word. Well, that's what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that phrase? Uh, find what you love and let it kill you. Like uh, I don't know about that. Oh. You know, I'm not sure that's a saying, but it that is. might be a yeah, lifestyle. Saying. Is no, that a saying? saying? Yeah, yeah. Find, find what, what you love and, love let, it and let it kill you. Kill you. Yeah. By who? Nihilus? Probably. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> nihilist. Who says that? Uh, I don't know. I'm, people I'm that are addicted right to like now. running and traveling and stuff oh. like that. Not people that are addicted to Coca-Cola and television. You are you absolutely know. right. I just, it, I, yeah, I, it I, I said, quote what it, it auto filled and let it kill you. Yeah. Okay. It's saying that Char- Charles Bukowski, which sounds like a uh, character, a like a Bill yeah. Burr character. Um, Bukowski. Bukowski. I don't know who this is. He goes, my dear, Find what you love and let it kill you. I'm gonna I'm gonna depress everybody right now. This is Bogman and the Nihilist. Listen to this quote. This is my dear. 
find what you love and let it kill you. Let it drain you of your all. Let it cling on. Whoops. And then an ad popped up. <laughs> Stupid ad. <laughs> let it cling on to you. Yeah, that's that. I mean, let that is like the most appropriate thing ever. Here you go. All right. Let it cling on to your back and weigh you down into eventual nothingness. Let it kill you and let it devour your remains. For all things will kill you, both slowly and fastly, but it's much better to be killed by a lover. So he was talking about love. I'm pretty sure you were talking about the opposite of love. No, no, I, I was... It, the 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 first part of the quote is uh yeah and he was an alcoholic like jag said so and, and, and oh yeah drunken know. brilliance of poet charles bukowski poet. okay not i mean poet philosopher you know uh tomato tomato there but uh i am yeah. shocked that that is actually that you that you nailed that saying because that is the most nihilist like idea that i've ever heard in my life <laughs> like oh it's right, something you love and just let it kill you like what wisdom you know if it's uh you know doing charity work or uh you know uh get, getting people out of debt or you know yeah, just, this is an addict but yeah it's but but, but an but, addict said it so this is like heroin right. this is like what heroin yes. people on heroin they're like oh this is my my motto and it's you know like what? all right it, it, it's a very fancy way of saying well we're all gonna die anyway you know that that's yeah. pretty much what it is so uh anyway what were we gonna start this this uh, <laughs> i mean this what, what just Speaking let it which, kill you I brought to you by arby's yeah, yeah Arby's. Of which I love the Houston Rockets and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time since they've won a title and Daryl Morey stepped down. He's just I'm out. I'm over. He this. stopped saying do what you love and let it kill you because it was killing him. Apparently, well, he said, uh, let me do this for somebody else, I think is probably what uh, is going to end up being his thing. But uh, I got to assume because the Rockets are looking for a new head coach that uh, Tillman Fertitta, the guy who owns the uh, the Rockets. Is he the guy that did. Um, is he the guy that did the voice in uh, Thor, the Thor movie? Uh, no, no. I, he, he's Taka the guy. Wakiti? That knows, uh, Wakiti, yeah. Did he, no, did he do Guardians? Landry's and a bunch of restaurants and a bunch of casinos in, in Texas and uh, and all kinds of other stuff. I think he owns Tito's uh, handmade vodka too. So he he owns a, a lot of uh, of stuff and. Um, I think that he's probably sticking his nose in the coach search. Uh, and so uh, Maury was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and step down. So he's uh, uh, getting in his business. I think I can't. Uh, Maury has been so you sad on uh, a little. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the yeah. guy has the guy has uh, tried to do everything possible to get the Rockets to win a championship. And it just hasn't happened, you know, and. Uh, that's what it, failures do. They keep trying and it never works. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's what most people do. You keep trying either until it works. Or, living examples. We're yeah, living examples. It doesn't work. So, or the uh, Charles Morey of podcasts. The Char you mean the Daryl Morey? Daryl so, Morey, yeah. Charles Bukowski, Daryl Morey. So you're getting <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the nihilist guy. I'm still on the drug guy. <laughs> uh, you can't believe that's a famous saying because it's I so, just, it, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's actually but, a pretty uh, amazing quote. But they have they have uh, Stone, uh, who's been an assistant to Maury taking over. Uh, he's been an assistant for a while, so uh, it that that makes sense. It's just um, I don't know. I I, I kind of hope that they break up this Rocket stuff that's going on right now. Obviously, I want to build around Harden if I'm a Rockets fan, but I don't think you can win playing this uh, three and no D that that they've been playing uh, this whole time. Playing small ball 
all the way through having PJ Tucker be center and trading away Clint Capella and uh, trading away Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook didn't make a lot of sense to me. And there's already rumors that the Knicks are very interested in Russell Westbrook. So uh, it seems like there's going to be a big wholesale change uh, for the Rockets this year. And uh, it seems like there we could be on the precipice of a big wholesale change across the board. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I'm not trying to take away from the Rockets, but you just no. made me think of, um, you know, since we're just post championship and uh, LeBron, you know, doing incredible things. But it seems like there could be a lot of movement, like a lot of movement out there on um on the free agents like I, apparently like shams is reporting that the heat were ready to go all in on Giannis, and i don't know if Giannis is going to leave milwaukee he he seems to indicate that he he wouldn't but you know going to miami that that would be kind of a big dog place to go it's a much bigger market and if you're going to get all the money i just feel like with every i don't know if it was because of everything that happened you know with covid and the bubble and i don't know nba did a pretty good job but it seems like there's the NBA might be the one that's going to come out of COVID with the most changes that take that take hold. You know, like they might, I mean, we want it, but I don't know if it'll happen, but they might just start in January. That might be the new NBA. It just it might should. start and it might be a one. We might not have to now talk about, hey, remember that 97 slash 98 season? It might just be a singular season that doesn't compete with football, which would be smart. The and only thing that well, see, the only thing that I think would uh, would hurt that at all is the fact that um, I think that second Monday night football or uh, it was one of those. I you know th it was Sunday night football. It was the one between the Seahawks and the Vikings had eleven point seven million live viewers and game six of the NBA finals. The deciding game had uh, four point eight or something like that. That's the only thing that I feel like would jeopardize um, you know, the NBA starting in January. And yeah, but how many months is the, the NBA season? Doesn't the NBA month? It's usually like seven months, right? Um, I mean, January would go into July or August, so you're not competing. If they you go start from November to June, so what's that? So July, September, October, eight months. Yeah, so eight months. it would so, go to August, which would be preseason football, so. which is fine. Which yeah, is fine. You're you're in the you're that nonsense. So. Yeah, if the finals are competing with preseason football, no big deal. It would be the best thing possible. But just between like Daryl Morey's been a uh, a stalwart in in basketball. You've got Giannis, one of the biggest out there. I think there's question. I mean, I just saw the report that Anthony Davis is going to opt out, but plans to resign with the Lakers. So you know, is this a second run of a um? you know, of a dynasty, is that going to be the next look? I mean, if, if Miami got Giannis, then you might just be back to old school, like Lakers Celtics of just heat and, you know, heat and Lakers just sharing off for, you know, five or six straight years, if that was the case. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, I mean, I think ultimately that's the NBA's biggest problem is that it's the same teams. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have your big markets in there because people want to pay attention to the bigger markets, obviously, but it does hurt to have, you know, whoever LeBron's team is make the championship every single year. There's yeah. no, it, it, I, it doesn't hurt the finals. People want to watch the finals to see what LeBron does and to understand his legacy and all that great stuff. But what it does is it makes all the rest of the finals where they are the playoffs where they have tons of games 
kind of not matter. It's just, all right, well, LeBron's going to get to the finals, so he's on the Lakers. The West yeah. is over, you know, unless he gets hurt like he did in year one with the Lakers. Uh, the, the West is done. But we're also going to get the Warriors back next year. Uh, the Rockets will have a new look. Denver looks great with Murray and uh, Jokic. And Jimmy Butler just did. He did the same thing that LeBron was doing for a long time when he didn't have a bunch of help. And he took his team, you know, he put him on his back and took oh. them all the way to the NBA Finals. He get Giannis there. And I just throw yeah. out, too, the Phoenix Suns were the hottest team in the bubble leading out when I think they were 8-0. And, you know, they could be uh, recruiting some help as well. Devin Booker's a guy that can recruit that. So there's good stuff in the NBA. Uh, I teased before we went into this segment something that you may already know, um, but this is a product of just us recording a little bit earlier in the week we recorded at the beginning of the week and the midweek, we had a great episode with Sigmund Bloom over on the ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, and we've been speculating on Le'Veon Bell. And in the episode, we kind of go through some spots, you know, as we were recording this, that has not happened. And um, there's some further speculation, at least some knowledge that we kind of have now. We had talked about that the Patriots were like numero uno. If Lev Bell wanted the best situation as far as like, uh, him being comfortable, it's Miami because he lives there. He, they had been kind of tied to the Chiefs. And guess what? That's about three of the four teams that are being uh, attached to Le'Veon Bell because we we got some a couple different reports that popped out. One was on Wednesday night that Lev Bell was deciding between the Chiefs and four other teams, and this was from a Chiefs reporter. <clears throat> there was some other stuff where it was like, hey, Le'Veon Bell followed uh, Patrick Mahomes. Then Buffalo was added as a team that's been thrown out there. Craig Mish jumped in and said that the Dolphins are after Le'Veon Bell, but now the Patriots have jumped in. So you've kind of got a four-dog horse here, a uh, four-dog race, that four-dog horse. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's my favorite mess up Welsh a cliche. four-dog horse. A four-dog horse. What the hell is a four-dog horse? Jack, get out. Oh, I just hit my microphone so hard. <laughs> You're so flustered. Oh, my God. Oh, I hit my microphone so hard, and it hurt so bad. I'll say, Jack, get on it right now. Get us the logo of a four-dog horse, and we're getting a shirt immediately. A four-dog horse. A four oh dog my race. God, I needed that so bad. Thank you, <laughs> dude. When I did that, oh, like people can't oh see on our Patreon, we have a video where people can hang oh, out with us. Oh, oh, and uh, my oh, microphone, oh. you can't see in the shot, like the <laughs> head part. And I just went, What? I just swapped it. It's a four dog race oh, between geez. the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills. And now knowing your camera's shaking from your laugh. <laughs> now get it together there. Get it together there. Oh God, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Um, knowing knowing that we're going to have most likely an answer as people are listening to this. What, what do you think the situation we're walking into is like, again, people will be, think of it as you answer. People will already know the answer of this in speculation what do you think what does your gut tell you on Lev bell the dolphins the dolphins uh, yeah i think he wants to be at home so i think that's the i think the yeah. patriots are trying to prime away but he wants to be in miami so i kind of agree with you i, I think 
I still think Kansas City is the is the spot, but I think the Dolphins are uh, are a big dog. So don't go anywhere. A quick little three minute, but we can pick up on that and then hour two. knows it's hard to find qualified candidates when you're hiring. It's like finding a unicorn. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty four seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Friendos, it's in this league. It's the four dog horse of ITL. Who are the four dogs of ITL? It's Bogman, it's Welsh, it's Casey Bubba, and Joe Pizapia. Those would be the four dogs. The four dogs, right there. That, yeah. That make up one horse here. Um, that's, that's the Oregon Trail led by four dogs. So, yeah. Oh, I miss playing Oregon. We should get back to playing Oregon Trail online. Yeah, someone was requesting it the other day. I forget who it was because uh, my memory is all, you know, my, my yeah. brain mush so uh but yeah someone was requesting it the other day we we definitely need to get one in here pretty soon that would be fun i got a more powerful computer so do you so i think we could uh we could easily accomplish easily you're on it today man i mean i don't know if you're doing it on purpose just to make it but it is uh it's great i do i mean I've had quite a run here. I, I had a really good first couple segments of just, you know, tackling stuff, just bam, bam, bam. And then everything's just devolving uh, a little bit. But we, we were just talking about the Le'Veon Bell thing. Again, it's a, it's a very high likelihood that by the time you're listening to this, you know the destination. But I kind of agree with you, Boggs, that the rumor of the Patriots kind of pushing is out there. The Buffalo Bill one is interesting I just don't think a guy like Lev Bell and his personality would fit. There's always a lot of complaints about Buffalo. They got three running backs. So to me, it's a chief situation that he can go in and powerhouse this team or kind of like we had pushed before and, and, and you were a proponent of, and I agree with you here, is that Miami seems like a very likely destination that, you know, there were some reports that, hey, he's going to want, you know, a spot and it's not all about money and stuff like that. But I think for him, playing time is going to be more important than like championship and also on top of it, he gets to add being home. And the Dolphins have won yeah. some games, so he could talk himself and into like really weird with all the COVID stuff. And yeah. who knows, you know, if there if there's gonna be a stoppage or if there's gonna be a break or something, then you're at your house, you know, where you live. Yeah, and if he's gonna do a one year that's a half of the season, you know, going home, being there, maybe it works out and he resigns a contract and he gets the best opportunity to get his carries to get his money, it really does make sense. Yeah, so I mean uh, it's not like Matt Breida or Miles Gaskin are going to push Bell. No, so. I, I would be shocked if uh, the Buffalo Bill one happened. Patriots wouldn't be that big of a shocker. I, again, Patriots Bills is a situation where he's there to win, and the Dolphins is a situation where he is there to thrive. And those are going to be the differences. And you guys will probably know or you know as we're uh, talking here. All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, hour two, we're doing DFS and we're doing gambling. So don't go anywhere in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.